Welcome to Vineyard 61's weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired, challenged, and encouraged by this week's speaker. For previous messages, go to our website, vineyard61.org, or subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, guys, it's such a huge privilege to be have the chance to share with you all this morning. And so just before we start, let's just take a moment, let's bow our heads and um, let's pray together. Yeah, Jesus, we worship you this morning. And you promise that where two or three are gathered in your name, then you're here with us. And so we invite you to join. Thank you that you're here. Would we hear what you have to say? Yeah, we love you, Jesus. Yeah, pour out your wisdom, your grace, and your understanding. Amen. Amen. Guys, it is so good to um, be able to share with you all this morning. And I um, mentioned it the last time I spoke but it really is such an honor to be site pastor here at V61 Battersea. And I can't quite believe how quickly time has gone by since I started here in March, but, um, well, quite a lot has happened in that time as well. So for those of you that um, that don't know me, we had a little boy, Boaz, over the summer, and... Genuinely, I'm not quite sure if life will ever um, look the same again. But without question, um, you guys, the village that have been part of supporting us as we set out in marriage, you're now the village helping us to bring up our little boy. So before we start, I just want to say a huge thank you for the huge support that you have all been. And thankfully, he does actually seem to be quite sociable. He's sort of happy to be passed around various people. So, um, uh, yeah, and actually, Grace and Memrose have been really helpful with lots of tips along the way as well. So that has been been amazing. Now, as you may have been following, we've taken the last few weeks um, just to share something of the vision for us here at Vineyard 61 of where we feel that God's taking us of the season that we sense he is leading us into. And so this morning, it's maybe not like a normal sermon where we'd usually look at a specific passage, but we wanted to share what we think this looks like for us here at Battersea, where we're part of the bigger picture at V61, but where we have our own unique flavor and where we sense that God has given us a unique focus. Now, Part of the reason for Battersea being unique from the other sites is because of how I lead and because of what God has put in me. And I know that with some of of you guys here, we've known each other for quite a long time, for years. But for others, I guess we're still um, only getting to know each other. So it's maybe helpful for you to have a bit of an understanding of me, who I am, and maybe just share a little bit of what has brought me to be the leader here. But actually, even more importantly than this, 
Battersea will have a slightly unique focus from the other sites because we are a different group of people situated in a different place with different surroundings. And so we want to lead in a way that releases what God has placed in each one of you for this place. And that has its own unique emphasis. Now, I am so grateful for our lead pastor, Steve and Viv, for their leadership and vision for us as a church, for their guidance, faithfulness, and consistent pursuit of the Father, but also because they release us to lead in the way that we feel God's asking us to lead. So hopefully, over the course of the next 20 minutes or so, you will see that everything that I share um, is hopefully in line with what they've shared over the last couple of weeks and in line with our vision and values as a wider church um, and that it builds on the foundations that they've already set out. So just by way of a quick recap, and we heard Viv again um, reading from it this morning, but Viv talked a few weeks ago on Isaiah 6, which in God's amazing and gracious timing was set in the year the king died. And so Viv talked about how in this time Isaiah had great reason to be discouraged and that the future didn't look hopeful. Now, for us in 2022, there's quite a lot going on whether that's kind of cost of living increases or changes in government, just kind of getting over COVID, um, the mourning of our queen and, and now having a new king. But the world can seem like quite an uncertain place. And to be honest, maybe even quite a scary place or often quite a scary place. And we're right in the middle, hopefully not at the start of quite a big season of change. And so Viv shared about what Isaiah saw, what Isaiah heard, what he felt, and then what he did. So what Isaiah saw, it says, I saw the Lord high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. In other words, God was still in charge. He was still sitting on his throne, in the midst of the uncertainty then and all the uncertainty we face today, the Lord God still sits on the throne. Then what Isaiah heard was the angels singing, holy, holy, holy. God is holy in the highest possible sense. He's separate and set apart. He is perfect and perfectly good all the time. His power is holy power and his love is holy love. What or how Isaiah felt was undone. He says, I am a man of unclean lips. God's perfection showed up his own flaws and we all have our own flaws. For us, we can know that through Jesus, our sin is burned away and our guilt is taken away. For Isaiah, um, in the passage, this was as the coal, the burning coal touched his lips. But for us, this is through Jesus and through his perfect sacrifice on the cross. And then what Isaiah did was to make himself available. Here I am, send me. 
To put it another way, this was the commissioning of Isaiah. God is still on the throne. He is holy. And as we burn with our first love again, obedience follows. His response was to say, here I am, send me. Then last week we heard from Steve about how we sense that we're going into a season of consecration, of being set apart for something sacred, that God is on the move, that he's in our midst. And we at Vineyard 61, we're an Isaiah 61 church, and what this means is that we sense the Spirit on us to proclaim good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and the year of the Lord's favor. And just as Viv said, as part of that, we are excited to launch our prayer weekend next week. And we just wanna be building those rhythms of prayer. And we believe that as we offer ourselves, we will begin to see our community transformed. We will begin to see new ideas and new solutions and just new, new ways of solving some of the world's problems, some of the things that are going on around us. As we pray and set ourselves apart, reformation happens, and this leads to renewed purpose in our lives. So, slightly to sum up the last few weeks from Steve and Viv, we have the consecration and the commissioning. And we have the sense that this is what God is doing in our midst as a community, consecrating our lives and commissioning, commissioning us, send me. So I just wanted to take a little bit further, um, take this a little bit further and look at what this might look like for us here at Battersea. Now, just as a quick aside, I um, think that sometimes when we talk about vision, it can maybe get a little bit confusing, it can seem a bit business-like, it can seem like it sort of changes every few years. And so just from the start, um, I just want to say the focus is always Jesus, and that bit never changes. And we will always be a church that teaches who Jesus is, that shares the gospel and encourages us to share the good news of Jesus with those around us. And even this week, millions and millions and, I don't know, maybe even billions of people around the globe heard Justin Welby in his amazing sermon share about who the Queen followed, that she was a servant of Jesus. But we also want to be a place that shares how to follow Jesus that shows us how we can join in God's transformation of the earth. Shows us, how, shows us what it looks like to surrender our whole lives to him and receive his forgiveness. So we want to be equipped for the season we're in, in this place that we're in. And so it's from that starting point that we're sharing over these few weeks. And... As we heard from Viv earlier, we're in a season of transition and change, and so we want to be a site that leads through this season of reformation, where we're being consecrated and commissioned for what God has in store for us. So you may have heard us mention that we want Battersea site to have worship, formation, and mission at our core, 
And I just wanted to break this down a bit further um, for us this morning. So I just want to suggest that at V61 Battersea, we are a site where people encounter God, become part of family, and then are trained and equipped to go out and change our world. Up, in, and out. So in the short term, this has looked like focusing on the encounter, building connection with God, building connection with each other, building connection. And this will always be a focus. But we also want to be a site that releases people to see the kingdom come where they are placed and being commissioned in that way. And you might have heard us talk about up, in, and out, and this is just the same thing. We believe that Battersea is a place for people to encounter God, where they meet together as family, where healing happens, where people begin to thrive again, to begin to lift their heads, a place where restoration happens, but then also a place where we are equipped to serve the community to see the kingdom come, wherever that might be, whether that's in your workplace, in healthcare, in government, in school, on the streets around us here in Battersea, or with your neighbor next door, um, we just want to celebrate as people go. And so I'm just gonna break down each of these three um, different areas uh, today, as well as sharing a little bit of my story as we go. So. A place where people encounter God, become part of family, and are trained and equipped to change their world. So, firstly, up. We're a site where people encounter God. We are a people of presence. People come here to V61 Battersea every week and comment on the fact that the presence of God is so thick and so tangible here. We are a people of presence, and we are transformed in his presence. And it honestly is such a gift here in this community. In his presence, we get to look to our Father in utter dependency. We can know God. We look to him to do what only he can do. We get to rest. In worship, we are transformed into his likeness and into the people that we are made to be. When we encounter the living God, we get to know who we are made to be. We get our identity. We are a people of presence and we are transformed in his presence. And as Steve shared last week, praise or worship is the highway into his courts. Worship is the way into his courts. And we are so blessed to have so many worshipers who lead us into his presence each week. But along with this amazing truth, the reality is that we are also carriers of his presence. And so we have the same access to him at home, on the tube, uh, in the office as we do here on a Sunday. We carry his presence and Colossians 127 says, to them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. 
Christ in you is the hope of glory for this world around us. And I love worship and love that our site Battersea is full of worshipers. And I also just have the sense that he's calling us back into our first love in this season. He is so good. And I know that in my own life, I have found this recently. Um, there have been seasons when I've wanted nothing more than to sit in his presence and be in his presence. And I guess that, be, that to be the place where I find my answers. But then I also know what it is to get distracted in life and by life and to try and find those answers elsewhere. But I just have had the sense that he's calling me back and maybe calling some of, some of us back, some of you back. We are a people of his presence, not just on a Sunday morning, but we carry him. And Psalm 27, verse 4, we actually, we were singing about it this morning. It says, one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. God is still on the throne. The train of his rope fills the temple. He is holy and as we burn with our first love, obedience follows. Here I am, send me. And then the second part, we have the inn, where we get to become family. And this is the, this is the formation part. We, we are formed in family. And John 13, um, verse 34 says, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And we want Battersea to be a place where people are known, where people know that they are loved, where people are loved back into wholeness. We are sons and daughters of the living God and as we love one another, this verse says that everyone will know that we are his disciples. Um, I have actually been a Christian for most of life that I can remember. And as I grew up, for some reason, I just always believed that um, God was who he said he was and that Jesus had died for my sins and all of that, you know, the kind of core bits, I suppose. But this didn't always feed into my identity. And so over the last, I don't know, number of years, I don't know, maybe 10 years, I have been working out how God sees me and, and I guess just working out what he has called me to and even just how this fits with some of the gifts that he's given me as well and while trying not to compare myself to others is the kind of part of that. But I think a big part of this and one thing that I really hope for is to be someone who gets alongside others to see them become more who they're made to be, to see them know deep connection with Jesus. And I hurt when other people hurt, and so I want to see people move more and more into freedom. And as someone who's overcome some fairly tricky seasons in life, when 
life has maybe felt a bit uncertain or I haven't necessarily known where God's hand is all of the time. I want to be someone who builds deep relationships with people, calling out the gold in them and helping enable people to grow and to thrive. And so this is really one of the things that I feel called to bring to my role here in Battersea. And again, amazingly, this is something that God has confirmed in his, in his grace through kind of prophetic words as well. But on a much bigger scale than that, I will never have the capacity to um, be able to have that connection with everyone all of the time. But as I look around the room here this morning, I actually see so many leaders and so many fathers and mothers in the spiritual sense, so many people who have a deep history in their relationship with Jesus. And just again, this is a huge gift for us here at Battersea. And we definitely won't always get it right, but we want to be a place where people feel safe to be themselves. And it's all of you that helped to make this happen. And so we want you to be released to make this happen as well. And I think particularly in, in a season of change, in a season of uncertainty, this is so important. We are sons and daughters, but we also get to lean into the fathers and mothers around us. We get to build each other up. We get to build a culture of hope. We get to remind each other who we are, who we belong to, and who lives in us. And we get to do this alongside people who have already been through some of those ups and downs along the way, and yet still trust in the goodness of God, who have stories of him having already come through. In fact, one of the reasons we love sharing testimony here, and we love having Josh share testimony here, is because as we hear what God has done for someone else, this builds our faith. God wants to repeat the highs in our stories, and he redeems the low points for ourselves as well as for others around us. Battersea is a place where people are seen and known, where we serve each other, where people get to be their authentic selves, and where we honor each other's stories, where we get to experience kindness, and where we get to see the kingdom come together. And this might be through life groups, it might be through friendships, or even just spontaneous connections and conversations, but we want to be building into each other's lives. Now, it might not come as too much of a surprise to hear that coming from rural Northern Ireland, I, um, yes, I didn't actually grow up in an environment where vulnerability was particularly encouraged. Um, my upbringing was amazing, my parents are amazing, and the community that I grew up in is, is great in so many practical ways. And, I am definitely blessed to come from there, and I do sometimes call it home by accident. But it was definitely an upbringing where toughness was valued higher than vulnerability, 
or where just getting on with things was often seen as the way through life's trials. But I think I have learned another way. And what at times definitely felt like the hard way, but God meeting us in the midst of our hurts and disappointments is so much more powerful than just getting on with things. In the midst of disappointment, in the midst of trials, our God reigns. He is good and he reigns and he brings healing. And if that's his story for me, then it's also his story for, for all of us here today. And it's also his story for the hurting world around us. Life isn't always easy, but there is always hope. And as family, we get to point each other towards that hope. And so we want Battersea to be a place where people feel safe enough to be their authentic selves, where they're seen, known, cared for, celebrated, and where they can invite God into the depths of their lives, not just the parts that feel easier to give to him. And as we do this, we will see healing and we will move towards wholeness. And so finally then, we have the out. We want to be trained and equipped to go and to transform the world around us. And in many ways, this is the why. This is our purpose. This is what we're about. God is in the transformation business and we get to join in. And just as a bit of an aside, we don't need to wait to be perfect before we go, thankfully. Matthew 28, the Great Commission, says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. Jeremiah 29, verse 7 says, also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. And we've been hearing over the last months about um, maybe this being a season of exile. And then, as you've all been waiting for, Isaiah 61. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated, they will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Now, I'm not sure about you guys, but I know that sometimes when I look at the world around, and not just far away or, or on TV, but um, sometimes at the things close at hand and even just things going on with those close to me as well, but... It feels like there's a lot of mourning, a lot of the devastated places, a lot of brokenhearted, a lot of darkness, and a lot of people held captive. 
but I have also seen the goodness of God in the midst. And I believe that our mandate is to be people of presence with his spirit upon us, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, to be called oaks of righteousness. What would it look like for us here in Battersea to have an unquenchable belief in the goodness of God and his desire to partner with us to bring transformation, to go. Exodus chapter three, verse 10 says, so now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. God is still on the throne. The train of his robe fills the temple. He is holy. And as we burn again with our first love, obedience follows. Here I am, send me. It's the the consecration and the commissioning. He is calling us to lead his people out of slavery. And he goes with us. We follow his lead. And it is always the case that what God can do for someone else, he wants to do again and he can do it again. And so here in Battersea, we want to be a space from which we can be equipped in faith to go into our world and to see the kingdom come. We want to be equipping each other to go. And again, we want to be a site who gets alongside and enables and equips us to do what God's calling us to do, who equips you to do what God is calling you to do. And we've loads of kind of practical ways of, um, of, of helping with that equipment, equipping with things like Sockham, with things like City Sunday. And these are all meant to be springboards for us to go. But I actually believe these are just the start as well. We, um, as Steve shared last week, we want to be a place that springs new ideas, that sees new solutions, new compassion projects, new faith for healing and faith for salvations. We want to see new ways of interacting with our colleagues or bringing the kingdom into our homes and with our neighbors. But we also want to honor those faithful servants who built love and connection in the most simple ways as well. We are a people of presence where we can encounter God, where we get to be formed as part of family, and then we are trained and equipped to join in God's transformation business. It's the up, in, and the out. And so, just as I um, come to a close and invite these guys um, to come back up. I just, I think there is an invitation this morning. I think there is a calling back into his presence, back into our first love. It's a coming back 
to the Father, and, and that is the starting point of consecration. And maybe it's just a chance to recognize where we have put our hopes. And maybe that's in the things of this world, or maybe we've put someone else or something else on the throne in place of God. So yeah, just this morning, if, if anyone wants to come back to the cross, back to the Father, um, there's space to do that here today. Or maybe you need to be restored. And this is a family where people get healed and restored. And we believe that God wants to restore people today. Or maybe this is a time for you to be commissioned to say to God, here I am, send me. To put ourselves before God and allow him to use us however he wants to. We all have our part to play in seeing his kingdom come here on earth. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another life-giving message from one of our Vineyard 61 speakers.